listen. I want to show you something that food or anything you see in this in the physical and spiritual, they are always related. Anything you are seeing in the physical has a spiritual stance. For example, we say that the word of God is the food for our spirit. Aside the word of God being food for our spirit, there's actually food in the spirit. When you go to heaven, the Bible talks about the trees. There are trees with fruits, bearing fruit that you will eat. The Bible says when you go to heaven, there will be a marriage supper of the Lamb. Supper, you understand? It's not prayers. There will be food. There will be food. So, if food is a is a, a physical phenomenon as well as a spiritual phenomenon, then there must be something about food. Look, do you know that Jesus Christ cooked? You know Jesus Christ cooked in, in the Bible? John 21. Oh, Jesus Christ cooked. So if you don't know how to cook, we have to go and learn. All of us. John 21, verse 9. This is Jesus Christ. As soon as, as, then, as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid there on and bread. Verse 10. Jesus said unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have caught, which you have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes, and a hundred and fifty and there. And for all, and for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Jesus said unto them, Come and dine. And none of the disciples then asked him, who are thou knowing it was the Lord. You see, he was frying fish at the time they came. He was frying fish. Jesus was cooking. I just read it to you. Or you didn't understand English. He was frying fish. Jesus was cooking. And in the Bible, God gave recipe. I'm going somewhere with the, with the message. God gave recipe. Ezekiel 24. Verse 10. Let me put my hat well. Ezekiel 24. Verse 10. Heap on wood, kindle the fire, consume the flesh, and spice it well. And let. Are you seeing? No, no. Just verse 10. Just verse 10. Are you seeing it? God is giving them recipe. Psalm 23. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, this one, when we, when we read this scripture, you know what we think originally? We think he prepares a table like there's a table and there are different foods on the table. No. This is taking me to the point. Thou preparest a table. The word table there comes from the Hebrew word shukan, which means meal. That God has prepared. This is a build up to the message I preached last week about building your future. This is, we are taking another light. We are taking it to food. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine. So God prepared the table. So God prepared the food. That means anything that has to do with food. I'm not talking about fruits or anything. Anything that has to do with food must be prepared. Your future is like that food. Your life, for example, let me, let me explain something. People don't, people will not respond to you as you. For example, 
let's say um, thousands of people go to a place for a, a musical concert. Do you know in, in, it's not really because of the person. It's the songs. Or probably something in his personality that they like. It is not really him. Left to him alone. He's a human being like all of them and they can ignore him. But he has some songs. He has some things that he has done. So when people are coming, they come to the gifting inside you because when God said to man that man should have dominion, it immediately brought pride into every man. So man does not submit to another man. But man can submit to the grace in another man. You see? So he said, Gentiles shall come to thy light. He didn't say Gentiles shall come to you. He said, Gentiles shall come to thy light. So your future and how it will deliver your destiny, how your destiny will be delivered to you, has a lot to do with what you have prepared for the world. Jesus, Jesus Christ said concerning John, or, uh, John said concerning John the Baptist, he said, you rejoice in his light for a season. That means there are people who rejoice because of what you have prepared yourself to be. There are certain musicians that you love their music, you, 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 you love the things they, they do, you love the things they say. Why? Because they have prepared themselves over the years. The day you heard them was not the day they started singing. They have prepared. So, when you enter somebody's house, the person says, I'm serving you food. And the, you know that the person cooked. The person didn't buy. And the person cooked. It is the food. He didn't conjure the food. He cooked the food. That means he took some things for it to happen. That's the same thing with your future or your life. I, I remember years ago when we went to Lagos for a program. Reverend Ray Rockin, the first thing he said, he said, the future belongs to those who prepare for it. So, what we will serve the world in the future must be prepared. Are you getting it? So if it must be prepared, then we must know the recipe that God will give us for that thing that we are going to serve the world. Jesus Christ said, he said, the one who will be greatest among you will be the one who will save. When we say the one who will save, people merely think the one who will just say, oh, oh. No, no, no. He said the one who will be greatest among you will be the one who will save. That means the one who will serve his gift to everybody. So, it's, it's like that in the world. The, the more people you are able to serve, to the greater you become. You see? So, it must be prepared. See, in Ezekiel chapter 24, it's like giving recipe. It said, do this, bring the spices, do this, do that, do that. So, we are going to look into, if we are going to cook something in our destiny for people to enjoy in the future. If people are going to enjoy our life in the future, it must be prepared. And if it must be prepared, we must know God's recipe for the preparation. So we are going to go to the recipe. Write your book recipe. So you see, we are cooking now. We are cooking now. So let's enter the kitchen. Many of you now, if God puts you out there now, then you are praying, God should you know, make you blow, make you blow. If God puts you out there now, people will test you and spew you. Ah! Am I talking to somebody here? What I'm saying, am I right? That's why if God puts you out there, people say, ah! The food just looks nice. It's not nice. Remember, in the, in the Bible, Jesus Christ made mention of certain things like salt. They don't use salt to, to build house. Use it to cook. You understand? So, there are things like that. Solomon said, I went to the field of a lazy man and I considered it. Remember um, last year, 
we had a Jesse service and I used football to explain the kingdom of God. The same way you can use cooking to explain the things that happen in the kingdom. That's what I'm doing. So, we go to the recipes. We are going to cook now. What are the things? Because I said, I said some of you now, if, they, if they, God puts you out there, oh, I'm a business guy, I'm a business guy, there are certain things you don't know yet. And they will put you, and God will say, ah, you are worrying me, you are worrying me, okay. They put you in the business world. Then, you go for your first meeting, you mess up. I said one time, I said, the best way to kill a product in its young stage is to advertise it. The best way to kill a product in its young state is to advertise it. You advertise the product and say, oh, everybody come, 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 come. But let's uh, imagine maybe there's a new, let's say, internet 4G company. And they start making noise all over the city. We are the best 4G. We are 4.5G. Nobody, if you press, before you press, we have gone. You understand? If they start advertising, saying, come, no. We are there for you. We press, we go. Move, we move. You understand? If they start saying all those things. Most of us who like fast internet might be intrigued and go for it. Then we all go and buy it. Then we go home. Then we press. It's still buffering. Still buffering. Still buffering. The next time someone comes to you, what will you say? Don't mind this with me. So in the beginning, your advertisement has gotten in the crowd. But the crowd did not come to enjoy your advertisement. They came because of the advertisement. So there are certain people that God cannot yet put them out there because they are not prepared. The food is not ready. How many of you have eaten bad food before? The food looks nice, smells nice, but when you eat it, it's like, ah! Some, some boyfriends suffer this thing. But they don't say it. They eat it. Then they are just sitting down. Baby, why? Mm. Is, it, is the food nice? Oh, it's very nice. Never eat anything like this. If the next time the boy comes with his friend to the house and says, Oh, can I cook for you? No, please, we don't, we don't eat. We are not ready to eat. Because he's not ready to disgrace you. He wants to eat it himself. So, your filter will be a disgrace if you don't know the right recipe. Nobody will recommend you to anybody. So, number one is the ingredients. What are the ingredients? Now, everything I'm going to, I'm not going to just pick something and show you don't know. It's in the Bible. Ingredients. Ingredients for a great future. Second Peter, chapter one. We are cooking now. We have the saucepan, everything. Let's cook. Ingredients. You can't cook without ingredients. Can you eat the silver? You can't. Verse 8. Look at this. He said, for if these things be in you now. I, I see food. Look, look for example. Ah, look at this. No, you can cook, Joseph. Can you cook? You can cook. I want to say What are the ingredients for Jolof? Let's <laughs> answer. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Onions. So, can you ever have those ingredients correctly done and it will not be jollof? 
No, no. I'm just saying correctly done. Add that one there. Remember that. I said, can you have those ingredients correctly done and not be jollof? It will be jollof. That means if anybody looks at that recipe, he can follow you and get the same jollof. Am I right? So he said over here, he said, if these things are in the food, look at it. If this thing be you and about, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Some people's Christian, Christian experience is dwarfed, is dwarfed because they don't know what to put in the food. So people test their Christian experience that they don't want to be a Christian. They test their Christian experience that I don't want to be a Christian. Because the ingredients, you know, they didn't put Maggi in the food. Because in the food, they didn't put, you know, instead of oil, they put palm oil. So it's palm oil jollof. So are you seeing? If these things, so which are the things? So let's go to the ingredients now. Go to verse 5. Verse 5. Look at this. And beside this, giving all diligence, Add. You see, which food do they start? We put everything together. You add, right? Am I right? So we are adding. Are we in the kitchen? No, some boys don't go to the kitchen, so they don't understand what's going on here. They don't know what's going on. Have you been to the kitchen before? Have you been to the kitchen? So you know what you are talking about. I'm not talking about Indomie. Even that one, you still add something. Something will cook for a while. Then you add another one. Then you add another one. You see what he's saying? He said, and besides giving all the ingredients, he said, add to your faith. That means faith is the, is the baseline for the Christian experience. Without it, it's impossible to please God. If that one is the pan. Is the, is the pan. You can't do anything. Am I right? Is that you? Why? Will you use your hand? Will you use your hand to Pan. Besides, you know, like, add to your faith. He didn't say add faith. No. Add to your faith. Did you get it? He didn't say add faith. Because every Christian already has faith. He said in the book of Romans 12, he said, as God has dealt with every man, the measure of faith. So every Christian, the day you got born again, you receive faith. So you have the faith. Because it took faith for you to get born again. So every Christian has faith. Now, what will you now add to your faith? Because the day you got born again, the experience you had as a born again Christian, having faith is not enough. That is why some Christians are still in Atomata Forest praying and praying and believing and believing and praying. And nothing is still happening because there are things they are supposed to add to their faith. Are you getting it? See, I want to cook the I want to cook the You take the pan. I sit now. Take the pan. The last time I saw my man was cooking in the pan. They're sitting down. They're not adding anything. You're not putting anything inside. Nobody can enjoy you. People will come and say, ah, empty pan. They will go to the next one. No matter your prayers, they will go to the next one with the food. Because men always like solutions. Look, people, the richest people are problem solvers. It's a simple thing. It's a simple phenomenon of life. The richest people are problem solvers. People are hungry in the house. Someone has cooked. They can be disloyal to you. Let's say you have friends. So all you people be loyal to me. They can endure you for a while. 
Then they are all hungry. Be loyal, be loyal. Another person cook. Say, all of you come. Later, they will look at you and say, please. We have been your friend for a long time. But it looks like you want to kill us. They will just go to the next person. Solution. 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 So, the, one of the greatest prayers I can ever pray for you. That's so tell you the prayer. One of the greatest prayers I can ever pray. If anybody comes to me and he's expecting a major breakthrough, I'm not just going to pray, God, let money come to him. The prayer I'll pray for him is, Father, create a problem only him can solve. Let me tell you, oil doesn't look nice. When I'm talking about oil now, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about uh, car oil, petrol. Who drinks petrol here? But we are always driving to the filling station when we have a car. Why? The car needs it. Once there will be mobility, we cannot ignore the diesel. Once there will be mobility, we cannot ignore the petrol. Once there will be mobility, we cannot ignore the gas. Are you listening? We cannot ignore it. So, you, you, you can be strategically positioned by God in a way that the world cannot ignore you, no matter how much they don't like you. Listen, they didn't call Joseph to the throne because his face was nice. They called him to come and solve a problem. King has burnt, he doesn't know that. Listen. So, people are not promoted by prayers. I'm sure you listen. <laughs> people are not promoted in life by prayers. They are promoted because they can solve a problem. One time, a young lady came to me and said, she wants a job. I said, what can you do? She said, no, she just wants a job. I said, what's the qualification? She just wants a job. Do you know there are many people like that? They just want a job. No company wants to employ you to give you salary. In fact, they'll be happy if you do it for free. That's why they like national service people. They like it when you are doing it for free. Nobody wants to employ you to give you salary. They are only employing you because there's a problem in the company they are employed to come and solve. And as a result of solving that problem, collect this money. So what is a salary? A salary is a measurement of your worth. This is how you are worth to us in the company. That is it. The day you'll be worth more than that, they'll pay you more. And say, no, no, I'm leaving. Then they see that, no. When you leave, there's a certain gap that you leave. Like, for example, there are certain ingredients in the food that if you take out, you have to destroy everything. Look, there are some that you can, for example, Maggi. I know Maggi. You can sometimes decide not to use it. Am I right? Am I right? Can cook. <laughs> Which one again? Let's say we are doing stew. Which one can you take out? Which one? Garlic. You can take garlic out. Carrot. Yes, carrot. Those things, they are added. No, no, the ladies, some are not talking. We have to be very, we have to be very serious. What else can we take out? Who's that? Wintia. <laughs> eh? You know some of those things, you can take them out. But there are some, if you take out, problem has come. Salt. You cannot do stew and say that you are taking out tomatoes. Then you want us to drink water solution. <laughs> Praise God. You know so there are certain there are certain positions and roles you will play in life. Are you listening now? Certain roles and positions you will play in life that you know that you cannot be ignored. 
Certain roles and positions you play in a company, you know that now if this guy walks out, we are in trouble. Look at football. A player does so well in a, in a team, the next season he says, I'm going. Then they double his, his pay. <laughs> you understand? He said, if you don't pay me this, I'm going. If you are the one always on the bench, say it and see, they will pack your bag. <laughs> say, say, I'm, I'm going. Say, oh, where? where? Which bus station are you going to? Let's get. In fact, there are players that they, 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 they send, they loan, okay, and exchange for other players. Oh, my God. You are a full human being, but we will take you, add money to you, and take another. Ah! And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. He said, What you add, the first thing you add to your faith is virtue. What is virtue? The Greek word is arach, it means excellence. Excellence. A Christian must be an excellent person. Must be an excellent person. See. Genesis 49 verse 1. You know. Jacob was, was prophesying to all his children. Blessing all of them. What did he say about Reuben? Look at Reuben. His firstborn. His firstborn. And Jacob called unto his sons and said. Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Gather yourselves together and hear ye sons of Jacob and hearken unto Israel your father. Reuben, he starts, Thou art my firstborn, my might and the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. That means, Reuben, you are the first, when I started do, having sex, you are the first person who came out. That means you are the excellency of my dignity and my strength. My, my first try. You came out. Then, what did he say to him in verse 4? Unstable as water, thou shalt not excel. Unstable as water. Today he's like this, tomorrow he's like this. Today he's serious, tomorrow he's not serious. Today he's praying, tomorrow he's not praying. Today he's reading the Bible, tomorrow he's not praying. Unstable as water, he said, you shall not excel. If your Christian experience is like that, you will not see the things you are supposed to see. He said, ask your faith, excellence. And what is the nature of excellence? You must be stable. Am I talking to somebody here? I hope you are, you are putting down some points. See? As you are cooking now, go and do the recipe. Unstable as water. What will excellence bring into your life? It's a very, you know, excellence is a very powerful thing. What will excellence bring, excellence bring to your life? Some people think that Daniel, you know, prospered or, or, or did well in the scriptures in the king's palace because he was prayerful or he had a prophetic gift. Let me burst your bubble. It was not so. This is, this is what made Daniel excel. Or this is what made Daniel preferred. Favored. I will explain something. The difference between favor before God and favor before man. Shortly. Praise God. Daniel chapter 6. Look at Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above all the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. 
preferred. No prayer. He was preferred. Why? He said, he said, this Daniel was preferred above all the present princes. That means in his day, he had co-equals. People who could do his job. People who could do what he was doing. That means when it's time to, to give an opportunity, they can miss him. They can say, okay, today we are not using you. We are using that other person. Today we are not using you. We are using that other person. No. He said, this Daniel was preferred above all the presidents and princes. That means all the rulers. All the people at his stage. At his stage. He said, he was preferred. Every time they are calling Daniel to do something in the palace. Every time Daniel, you are doing that. Daniel, you are in charge of this. Daniel, you are in charge of that. Daniel, you are every day. Why Daniel, Daniel, Daniel? Why? He said, because an excellent spirit was in him. Daniel was excellent. To be excellent, let me tell you something about being excellent. It is practiced. Excellence is practiced. You might do something the first time and it might not really go well. It's just like cooking. Sometimes your first time, rice, you do rice water. Am I right? The next time you try your hand on the food, you know that salt is too much. So as you keep doing it, you are becoming excellent. And you have become excellence conscious. Excellence conscious. I've been fighting with the leaders of the choir of late. We've been boxing ourselves. Because you have to be excellence conscious, especially when you are doing things for God. Excellence conscious. It is only in the house of God that we let everything go. What's the excuse? It's by the Spirit. Let me tell you something. Yesterday, I watched the UCL. I watched the final, the Liverpool win. And for me, everything I see, I see the scriptures. Let me tell you, before they started, you realize how there was a guy singing. Okay, some, some people didn't watch that part. There was a guy singing at the beginning, and he was singing, singing, singing. I want people to listen now. I'm your case now. I'm on your case. I'm not saying you do it, but I mean, it's something I've seen with a lot of ministers. As he was singing, do you know the match was settled to start at seven, right? It's always start seven. That means if he oversees, the match will delay. Because two minutes to the, to the match starting, I thought it won't start. Because there were still some things on the field. But within those two minutes, they were able to clear everything for the match to start at the right time. Now, while the guy was singing, imagine he said the spirit has taken over him. Imagine he was a gospel musician. But at the time, they have ended the the hotel that you are supposed your song is supposed to end. No, I don't know about I don't know about you, but somebody lift up your hands. I don't know about you. Your time has finished. I don't know. I don't know, but something is going. I don't know. What else do you know? You must know. Listen, there are certain there are certain stages and, and places you will never enter if you make that mistake. I know certain pastors. If you ever come and you elapse your time by two minutes, you will never ever come there again. You work with um, uh, um, uh, what's, it's, it's an agency, marketing. You 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 do work for Emirates and MTN and big big companies. That's where you work. They invited me for a program some time ago. They gave me time. If you elapse the time, don't worry, you will not say anything. But if your name ever comes up, there are people you put on your program, you are blacklisted. That means you will never, ever step on your stage again. So, in, in, let's say in, in, the, in the face of maybe they go for a big meeting and maybe MTN, people are sitting down and big, big companies are sitting down and say, oh, let us suggest that guy. No, he doesn't keep to time. You have lost it. 
no prayer can save you. Because they are gatekeepers. Those people are called gatekeepers. They are called gatekeepers. God respect their decisions. Because they are leaders. That's what we call favor before man. There's favor before God. Some people can have favor before God, but not before man. For man to favor you, man must accept what you have as something he needs. You must be useful. If I am not hungry, no matter the food you bring, I don't don't like it. Am I I making sense? Some people here, they are are food, but they will still eat. No, but I mean, sometimes you can get so full that food is loathsome to you. Some people think they like meat, they like meat. Sometimes you can get so full that meat is there, you you can't eat it. But imagine you have just finished fasting. You just finished fasting. The hunger is hitting, hitting you. Then somebody brings food. The food is sweeter when you are eating it. Add to your faith virtue. Go back to that scripture. We are adding to your faith virtue. And to virtue, I think I have to be fast with this because it's taking time. It said, and to virtue, add knowledge. They don't know anything about God. They don't know anything about God. All they know is that he's a miracle worker. He's a way maker. Oh, he this one. Oh, he can do it. Oh, he can do it. He can do it. That's why we are here. The easiest message to preach. Yes, it's God who brought Joseph out of the... Yes. He's the one who rolled the sea. Yes. That's why we are sitting here and we need sleep on Sunday morning. He can do it. Why do we come to church? Not because, not only because he can do it. We come to church to also know how to get what he can do to happen in our lives. So when you come to church, then you start studying about faith. You start studying about, about grace. You start studying about wisdom. You start studying how to walk with God. How to know. How to do it. Because he says two cannot walk except they agree. So you have to come to the house of God to learn. You have to pick up your Bible at home to learn. How do I walk with God? And I I pray, 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 pray. I didn't get an answer. And when I just ask them a simple question, I get to know why they didn't didn't get an answer to their prayer. Sometimes when I talk to people, you know, saying, I've prayed. I've prayed about this thing. I've prayed about this thing. And it's not going. It's not going. I said, how did you pray? Sometimes I, I move to ask them, how did you pray? Like for example, for example, you are praying concerning money and you don't have a figure. Lord, I need money. Don't you know that the 50 pesos that came, it was the money? God answered your prayer. Jesus Christ said, he said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, that means you must be specific. Because there are many mountains. It's a word of us that say to this mountain. So in faith, you will learn about specificity. Father, in the name of Jesus, the bill I have at hand is a thousand Ghana city. So I, I, you push your faith in the area of thousand Ghana city. You know when I started realizing that a lot of Christians have this problem. That's why it always looks as though God has not answered their prayer. But they didn't know what to do. For example, one time, I think when we had um, Christ on Jean service last year at Holiday Inn, when we had that service, I, I, I brought prayer cards and I said people should write their prayer requests on the cards. So I prayed over them and I took them home. I still went to pray over them. 
Then the Holy Spirit said, take some of the cards, look at it. Suppose ah. prayer request. Okay. He said, no, look at the cards. I put it. One said, I'm praying for wisdom. Ah! Vague. It's vague. If the wisdom comes, how will you know? Something will follow it. <gasps> wisdom. Wisdom. You see, we like dramatic Christianity. Dramatic. Father, in the name of Jesus, I am. I, 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 I receive. Listen, I receive wisdom in the area of my academics. From now, I understand better. When you finish that prayer, the proof that you believe that God has answered you is you go and pick the book and say, "I understand," and start reading. That's how to walk with God. Say, but Lord, bless me everywhere. Ah! In all my life, bless me everywhere. But those prayers are not answered. How will you know? Because God will expect his thanksgiving when he answers your prayer. So now you don't know when it came. You don't know what he answered. So nothing is going to happen. Knowledge. 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 The knowledge of God. He said grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. So that means we don't pray for grace. Anybody you see that, let us pray for the grace. You have wasted the prayer. You better find some juice and drink. Anybody say, let, we, pray, we are praying for grace. No, he said grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge. So the more you know God, the more grace. The more you know God, the more grace. Like I went somewhere one day and I, this is how I started the message. I just wanted to bust the above when I came and said, let us pray for faith. Let us pray for faith. Let us pray for faith. And everybody said, pray, Father. Nonsense prayer. That prayer cannot be answered. Why? He said, faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Wasted effort. Prayer. So, that means you have to know God. Because otherwise you do a lot of offside. Offside. Knowledge. He said, after your faith, what happens? Excellence. After excellence, knowledge. We are adding the ingredient now. We are cooking the jollof. After the tomatoes. Don't mind this one I'm saying. It might not be correct. After the tomatoes, you put in the pepper. After the pepper, put in the salt. <laughs> then he says, and to knowledge are temperance. And to temperance, patience. And patience, godliness. Now, I'll talk about these ones. So I'll skip them from here. So over here, we've been able to establish the fact that there should be ingredients. The next thing you need to consider after the ingredient is, not, is that the fact that you have the ingredient doesn't mean you should pour everything inside. There has to be the right amount of everything. So the next point after ingredient is the next one is discipline or right proportion of everything. The right proportion of everything. Say, oh, salt makes food sweet. So today, <laughs> you take all the iodine, you are pouring salt. It makes food sweet. What will happen? 
You will send the people you have cooked for, you will send them to run in stomach. And that will be the last time. If you ever say anything fool, they will tell you they are coming. You see, the right portion of everything. I will show you a scripture. Proverbs chapter 27. Uh, tw- uh, Proverbs 25, rather. Verse 28. Discipline. Right proportion of everything. Discipline. Discipline. He said, verse 28. He said, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. No rule over his own spirit. Everything goes. And I told you last week, well, the Bible says that where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. They cast off discipline. They cast off the power to say no. And I tell you, I think I have transited within two generations. I tell you, that this current generation, I'm seeing no discipline. They just act on impulse. I feel like and they do it. I feel like and they do it. I feel like and they do it. I feel like and I do it. Nothing like this ought to be done. This is what ought to be done. Let me tell you the principle of life. Let me show you something about discipline. God knows that everything He made has excesses. That is why He made a man to till the ground. Everything God has, He said He brought Adam to the garden to keep it because God knows that the grass can overgrow. He created a grass, but the grass can overgrow. The tree can overgrow. So for them to maintain their beauty, there has to be a man to, to, to keep it. Bible says he made the man to dress it and to keep it. Everything God made has excesses. Feelings have excesses. You require discipline to excel. Listen, if anything is too sweet, be careful. The drugs that cure people better are the bitter ones. You see, it's something you have to learn. It's a principle of life. Don't don't always. No, I feel like I feel like Friday. You are feeling alone and bored. You are feeling alone and bored. So because of that, you 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 want to go and enter somewhere that will not benefit you. No discipline. No discipline. You didn't plan. You know the problem. There are some who plan. I'm going. I'm going here. Those are different people. But there are some. They didn't plan to go to that place. But they were sitting down. They were feeling bored. They were feeling bored. I've heard that somebody has felt bored and died. Don't say those things. I'm feeling bored. Don't say it. Because it has led people into the, the wrong things. Wrong things. Delay their manifestation in their future. Listen, I was talking to a lady. She was just 28 years. I was talking with her. And I asked her, you are 28? She said, yes. I said, in your life, do you have any regrets? She was like, many. And I said, at 28? At 28? She said, she has many regrets about life. You see, the challenge is, many of us have not gotten to the stage where our actions, our past actions, will hunt. 
and play back. Many of us are so, we think that, yes, let's keep living. Let's keep living. Let's keep living. Everything is fine. Everything is good. No, you will get to that place where you have to account for everything you did. That's how life is structured. There's a type of accountability for every man. It's the same with morning, afternoon, and evening. It's a principle of life. You see, when you want to understand the spirit realm and the, thing, the way things function, you have to learn to, you know, observe nature. He said in the book of 1 Corinthians, he said, does nature itself not teach you? So, nature teaches us. When you walk outside, everything you see, you can receive wisdom from it. God didn't just make anything. So, you can begin to observe. It is only animals who don't have restraints. Goats feels like jumping on that goat, nobody should stop him. Cock feels like jumping on a hen, nobody should stop him. He will chase them. It is only, but human beings are supposed to have restraints. Okay, don't put too much salt, so an inch of salt or a pinch of salt. So you are, you are cooking, so you know that, no, although I like the salt, if I put too much, I'm going to destroy the food, so I put in a pinch of salt. Four ounces of, I don't know what you put there, but four ounces of, you know. Help me now. Let's see, let's, we are making stew, so what, what do we put? Still, still. Oh, you're keeping long. Why? Is, what's happening? No, let's say we are already cooking. Let's, let's, because uh, I need uh, help now. Curry powder. Spices. Uh, yeah, I like that one. Spices. You need to put spices now. An ounce. Of, any, any name for the spices? Oh, that's the, that's the spices. I think second said before I come, I will research. Any, any hunger is a spice. Remy. Say an ounce of Remy. It's not an ounce. Eh? It's what? It's what? A pinch of Remy. My God. <laughs> I tell you, if you ever make me cook for you, if, if you ever make me cook for you, uh, Concussion power. Alright. He said, a man who has no, who has no, um, rule over his own space, like a city that is broken down without walls, everybody enters. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, I have to do what I feel like. I don't have to do how I feel. I have to do what I feel. You are getting to trouble. You are getting into trouble. Preparing yourself for trouble. There are things that ought to be done. Because if we are talking about feelings, none of us would have gone to school. No, no. Why don't they take the same thing to exams? When is exam? No, I don't feel like writing. I don't feel like writing. Why don't they take it? Take it. And Gwen, defend your rights before the lecturer. Defend. Say, I have human rights. I can choose not to write exam. Human rights. You say, your GPA will feel like... <laughs> hmm. I got me. The next one is, right amount of everything. Okay? Right amount of everything. In your life, know the things that you need to cut.
three things, or let me let me use two, two things that are very costly um, spiritually. Two things that are very costly spiritually. That if you don't cut those things, you have a problem in becoming what God wants you to be. For example, you know, sometimes we make confessions and say, the whole world is going to hear me. The whole world is going to, you know, come to me. Powerful confessions, beautiful. But I want to help you. Okay, if the whole world is going to come to you, for what? You see, what are they coming for? Are you preparing something for them to come for? Some things will cost you spiritually food and sleep. They are very costly things. In the Bible, someone sold his birthright for food. And God recorded the transaction as correct transaction. Transaction assess, right? Successful. Transaction successful. He exchanged it for food. God said, alright. Mark it. That means it was legal tender. <laughs> Only God knows how many people have exchanged their destiny for food. Another thing that's very costly is sleep. Excessive sleep. Bible says, and poverty shall come. (laughs) It's a little sleep. Not too much. A little sleep. And a little slumber. It's a poverty shall come. And the Bible says concerning poverty that when he's coming, he's coming like a man from a far country. So he's bringing his things. It's not easy to take out poverty. Look, listen to me. It's not easy to take out poverty. I'm telling you. Do you know how long they've been doing poverty eradication? That they've not been able to do a poverty eradication. Don't, and don't think poverty is in Africa. Travel and see. You, you will go to New York. You will see beggars on the street the same way they are beggars here. Don't play around. And let me tell you. The thing about Americans is I like them. They show you what they want you to see. When you enter their country, they're totally different things. They have villages. That are just like the villages here. There are places without light. Don't think there's no light off in America. Don't let anybody lie to you. Last time I was talking to my friend in Florida. She said, oh, the light just went out. I said, light off. <laughs> in Florida. She said, yeah, the light. And she seemed normal about it. Ah, I thought it was only Ghana. I called one time. I called another person in South Africa. He said, oh, our light just went out. I said, your what? The light just went out. He said, for two days now, we've not had light. And we behave as though <laughs> we are the only ones with it. No, 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 no. Poverty is in every country. He has every branch. He has branches in every country. <laughs> am, am I talking to someone here? That's, oh, no. He has representative, ambassadors. He has people who are representing poverty. They say he's coming like a man from a far country. Get that scripture for me. That Poverty comes uh, like a man from a far country. He'll be carrying his bags. A man from a far country. If you suck, he's not going. <laughs> then he has come. And he said, how did he enter? I said, a little sleep, a little... Ah, then he slept. No, he just ended. Go out. Oh, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anywhere to go. Go out. 
will be doing poverty eradication. Poverty eradication. It will never go. Someone will give you money to go and start a business. You will sleep again. You will come again. More baggage. Man from a far country. And you know far country. You know how their baggage is plenty. Have you got me? Is there? Proverbs 6. Verse 10. Proverbs 6. Verse 10. Yet a little sleep. Little old. And the line let's leave the Bible is for you. A little slumber. A little falling on the hand to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travelleth, and thy want as an armed man. <laughs> you see, not only to travel from a far country, you also came armed. You are you are you thought you are in your house. You say, hands off, hands off. Your house. Hands off. I'm staying in your house. No problem. Because you will keep sleeping. A man that traveling. And as an armed man. Let me move from there. There's a lot I have to say about discipline. But, but you see, the thing is, for example, reading, praying. I told, I told someone, a guy, he's a, he's a pastor, and I was speaking with him, I said, I said, I pray. And I told him, I said, the last time I prayed for this number of hours. He was like, oh, he can also pray. He can also pray. So, I said, okay, let's go for all night. So, we had a prayer. So, myself and one of the fellowship leaders here. And he came around. He said, he can pray, he can pray. And see, those things, they are not mouth. So, we started praying. I just said, we are praying for five hours. So, I just started. Two hours, I was going. I was now sparking. Three hours, we were sparking. The guys, he died. He died. He died singing. How great is our God. I laughed. And the fellowship that I was with was also, you know, the training is there. So he's also, he's now picking up. By fourth hour, the guy was asleep. If you want to, if you want, no, want to learn how to pray, discipline. You want to have the discipline to study. You see, there's something about reading. Alright? Reading brings you understanding. And understand you, understanding makes you master life. He said, I, Daniel, understood by books. I, Daniel, understood by books. So, Daniel was a prophet though, but he was also reading the, the books of prophet Jeremiah. That's how he was distinguishing his day. See? That's how he was distinguishing his day. So, you need, reading takes discipline. Studying the Bible takes discipline. It takes discipline. Sometimes it is the first 20 minutes of the reading that's difficult. Do I have a witness? The first 20 minutes. Sometimes I'm going to study the Bible and don't think that something just moves me and I'm going to study the Bible. I feel just like you. We all don't feel like reading it until we start. Once I start, I'm looking. First 10 minutes, I'm still trying to catch some things. Then... Maybe somewhere in the 15 minutes, something sparks. Now, I'm intrigued by discovering. I, I'm discovering things. Then, wow, wow, wow. Then, I, I, keep, go, I keep going. I keep, then, you're even coming to call me. I don't want to go. I'm just there. I keep discovering new things. Over there. So, years later, people will meet you and they ask you a question. Even if you don't know you are that, you've invested that much into yourself. When they start asking you questions and you start talking, that's when you realize that, wow. Are you getting it? 
Like some of you here who have been coming to church, there was a lady who was telling me that. She was like, as she kept coming to church, come, coming to church, she said she didn't know that so, she had so much of the word of God inside her. So one day she met a man, and the man started disputing tithing. She said she started answering the man back. So when she started answering the man, she said she was surprised at herself. She didn't know that so much had entered into, it, into her. Discipline. Discipline. Every great man I know has it. Even when I ask you, what's the price for the anointing? It's discipline. It's discipline. It cannot be any other thing. It's just discipline. Because many people want to go by impulse. I feel like I'm going. I feel like I'm going. I want to do this. I have my own rights. I have my own this. Okay? Life will also show you that. That is also own rights. The third thing, very, very important thing. Ah, the time is almost gone. Time is gone. Okay, quickly. Third one. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. Alright, look at this. Third one. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. Wherefore, I, I want the NIV. I want the NIV. Can you get it for me? Alright. Who has the NIV? I want to. New International Version. He says, For this reason, I remind you. Remember, we are cooking. Don't, don't forget the fact that we are cooking. For this re- reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God. Eat. As you put all the things together, you have added tomatoes, you have added salt, you have added remy, you have added water. Do you add water? Yeah, you have added water. I know. I've been cooking since, you know. <laughs> you have added this, you have added that. He said, when you are done, you know, there has to be something, something that's going to make the food cook. People are not so interested in the raw materials per se. They want food that is cooked. I said, some, I said something to some guy. I said, nobody in this world, you know, the world does not respect the work in progress. I said the world does not respect a work in progress. There's so many, so many guys say, and I was there, uh, uh, when I was coming up, nobody helped me. Nobody's supposed to help you. And nobody supported me. Nobody, so, nobody's supposed to support you. Nobody wants, no, if somebody uh, is selling beans by your house, and the beans is not cooked, you say, come, come and eat and see. No, you're, you're not interested. Finish it, we'll come and buy. The world wants finished products. And you can't blame them. You can't blame them. So it is your job to cook the details of your destiny. Cook it. Let the world enjoy it. Look, when the food is good, they will pay anything for it. So there are people here, eh? in the next few years, people will pay to hear you. Oh, some people didn't receive it. They thought we were just praying. No. People will hear you and they, they, will, they will have to pay to hear you. I know certain, I know certain men of God that presidents consult them. Oh, you don't do that by just praying. You have to have something to say. 
Bible says concerning Solomon, it said, and all the, 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 the kings, he said, came to hear his, his wisdom, which God, that all the earth came to Solomon to hear his wisdom. All the earth came to Solomon to hear his wisdom. They came. So if nations are going to come to you according to your confession, there must be something they are coming to. So the third thing I said is the heat. It's a fan into flame the gift of God. Fan into flame the gift of God. The gift of God there is not talking about a gift you have received. The gift of God was what Jesus Christ talked about in the book of John. He said, he told the woman, and he said, if thou knowest the gift of God, what is he talking about? He was talking about the Holy Ghost. Fan into flame. The heat there, we are referring to the fire of the Holy Ghost. Is that for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God. He's not talking about spiritual gifts. He's talking about the gift of God, which is the gift of the Holy Ghost. Fan into flame. Fun into flame is talking about your spiritual life. It's talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the details of your destiny. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. Your prayer life. What's it like? What's it like? While you are putting discipline there, while you are putting this there, you are adding everything, you need to have, you know, the, the, the heat, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Listen, the Holy Ghost can make masters out of anybody. I tell you, look, when the Holy Ghost puts, puts his touch, on anything you do, you'll be shocked where it will get you. You'll be shocked. There's an anointing to break yoke, but there's also an anointing to spread. The Holy Ghost can make that job you are doing. He can put a touch on it. You see, the one beautiful thing about God is when you when you have done everything beautifully and He puts His touch on it, you start seeing the Bible says, by the His Spirit, He garners the heavens. By His Spirit, He garnished the heavens. The Holy Ghost can put His tax on it. So, you don't forget your prayer life. It's one of the reasons why we are going to camp. We are going to fan into flame. Understand? Every serious food you are cooking, there has to be heat. And sometimes when you are using the coal pot, no, fan into flame. Fan into flame. You are fanning, you are fanning the coal pot. So there can be more, more fire. Or more fire. You understand? More fire. More fire. More fire, more fire, so that the food can cook. More fire, more fire. And let me tell you something about the fire. It is also called a refiner's fire. It brings the best out of you. The refiner's fire, it brings the best out of you. The ministry of the Holy Spirit, you know, whatever, whatever, make time for prayer every day. Are you listening? Aside the long hours of prayer, make time for prayer every day. Make time for prayer every day. The Holy Ghost told me one time, he said, when you begin, when you speak in tongues a lot, he said, you cover more distance in the spirit. When you speak in tongues a lot, you begin to speed up in the spirit. Thing where you are not, you know, people, it will take people 10, 10 years to get to. You are getting there in two years. And I see people going to be like that in this place. No, no. I see people going to be like that in this place. What would take people long to do, you will do it in a short time. Uh, am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? What it will take people, you know, uh, there's this testimony. I, I remember 
when we went to camp, there was this guy who's a politician. He's, in, he's with one of the parties and he's a student. He's in student politics. But he wanted to elevate. So during the camp, he did a, a very marvelous thing. The second bus, he paid for the bus we took. When we got there, one of the sessions, I called him out and I prayed for him. And I said, even though he's a student politician and he's at the far back and it will take a lot of time for him to come to the front, I said, God is bringing him to the front. They had, well, that party had a congress somewhere in Belgium and they were not supposed to take any student politician. They called him. Are you listening? The power of the Holy Ghost can make you speed up. Can somebody say speed up. Yeah. The power of the Holy Ghost. Things that are supposed to take a long time. The Holy Ghost. You know, there's a long queue. I'm not even talking about time per se. You know, there's a long queue. You know that? No. If until you become manager, before you become manager, you are the back somewhere. You cannot become manager. You are one small boy somewhere. But the Holy Ghost can make room for you. Two ways he can do it. He can bring you from the back to the front or he'll make you start your own queue. Are you listening? Say, the Lord is working with me. Bible says, it says, Bible says, and the Lord working with them. That is the touch of the Lord on your work. That's the touch of the Lord on your destiny. Bible says, and the Lord working with them. You have started that business, and the Lord working with them. <laughs> and the Lord working with them. Bible says, confirming their word with signs following. Confirming their word with signs following. So you see that every time you do something, there's this thing about it people cannot ignore. And the Lord working with them. And the Lord working with them. And the Lord working with them. No, no, no. I, I thought by this time we'll be receiving because there's something in the air now. You're going to take some few, you know, few minutes. You're going to speak. You're going to take some few minutes. You're going to speak. And the Lord working with them. Yes. 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 Listen. Listen. We are still going to pray. We are still going to pray. Okay? still going to pray. But the final one, the fourth point I'll give you. Thank you, Jesus. Put your right hand. The fourth point, you know, I, I can see you having a glorious destiny and future. Men will come from nations to come and look for you. I, I, I prophesy this again. Men will come from far and near. Far and near. Far and near. Far and near. Listen, listen, this is the word, the prophetic word of God. This is the prophetic word of God. Listen, I said people will, you know, they will, they will be traveling. Ah, it is already happening. It's not like a, people will be traveling and say, we need to go and see that man because when we see him, when, when we see him, the thing we are praying for, we will have it. We need to go and see that man. You will be the answer to the cry of millions. People will pray and God will send them to you. People will pray and God will say, no, go and see my son. Go and see that lady. Go and see that guy. That my destiny is secure. Say it. Say my destiny is secure. Are you listening? So you are paying attention. 
I said, people will pray and God will send them to you. Because God knows you have the answer. Listen, there was a, when, when I, uh, during my, I think my second month of being born again, but when I was in the second month, I was in my room. I was in my room. I was just like that. And a guy had led to Christ. I didn't know how to fill him with the Holy Ghost to speak in tongues. I didn't know how to do it. But I was speaking in tongues. So I was sitting in my room. And while I was sitting down, the guy rushed. He ran to my room. And he said, Sir, Sir. He said, I was singing. Because he was a very good singer. He said, I was singing. And the Lord said, I should come to you. I was shocked. Because the Lord didn't tell me anything. So I just got up from my bed. I didn't say, Hey, the Lord has not said anything. The Lord answered. I didn't say that. I just got up from my bed. I was walking. I said, Okay. 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 While I was walking, I said, Lord, are you going to disgrace me over here? What's going on? I said, well, You know, while I was walking, and I said, let us go to the aerogen. So there was a place we used to pray called the aerogen. So I took him there. And I said, let's pray. While I was praying, and I, ah, ah, it was not even, I didn't hear the voice of the Lord, though. It was the thought. You can get him to speak in tongues. The thought just came. The thought just came. You can get him to speak in tongues. That's okay. So, the same way the man who prayed for me did, that I spoke in tongues, I did the same procedure. The guy started speaking in tongues. Not only did he speak in tongues, he spoke in tongues and he was interpreting the tongues. Listen, listen, at that time, at that time, listen, I was just sitting down there thinking I amount to nothing. But God knows he had put something in me. That I can, listen, there is something in you, even though you are looking at yourself, that you are nothing. There is something inside you that the world will turn it to come and see. Listen, there are things to carry that rich men will come to you. There are things to carry that poor men will come to you. There are things to carry that children will come to you. There are things to carry that old men will come to you. But there are also things to carry that all men will seek for you. The Bible says concerning Jesus, he said, Peter told himself, all men seek for thee. Listen, you are sitting down. You are not aware. The Bible says there's this treasure in every vessel. You are not aware that there's something inside you. There's something that God will use to I, I, I feel like I'm prophesying to somebody in this place. Make up your mind that you'll not walk out of this service the same. Because God is cooking your destiny. The, the recipe has been shown you. The recipe has been shown you. He said, add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, he said, add knowledge. The right amount of everything. And, and God said, when you put all those things together, He said, light the fire. And fan it to flame the fire. That is what we are doing right now. We are fanning it to flame the fire. We don't go a day without speaking about the future. We don't go a day without speaking about destiny. We don't go a day without speaking about it. I want to stand on your feet now and declare Listen, I said, I did not know that I could feel the guy with the Holy Ghost. Sometimes all your abilities are not in your knowledge. Sometimes all your abilities are not in your knowledge. <laughs> Let me tell you. Makova Ramaya. 
<laughs> Listen, David was not aware he was a giant killer. Am I talking to somebody here? The giant had to come and make noise. A giant had to come and make noise for him to know that he had the ability inside him. Samson didn't know he was a lion killer. A lion had to approach him. At the time that it requires, that ability will come out. Listen. The last thing I wanted to say, take that your writing material and put it down. That's the fourth one. Still standing. The last thing in the cooking of your destiny is time or patience. Patience. Give me James chapter 1. Verse 4. James chapter 1, verse 4. Are you there? He said, But let have a perfect work that he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You see, let her patience have her perfect work. Ah, you cannot say you want the food fast. So you are adding more fire. Let's say, for example, beans. You will burn it. Am I right? Say, no, no, it should be fast, fast. So I'm adding more fire. You will burn it. Some foods require some time. You have to give them the time. You see? Indomie, fast, fast, you are done. But there are some foods you have to spend more time. Well, give me examples of those foods. What you need some time. So, sometimes, your destiny is not an Indomie destiny. Am I talking to somebody? No, no, I, I, I think I'm talking to myself. No, no, I'm talking to myself. I said sometimes, your destiny is not an Indomie destiny. Your, your destiny is not a Gary Sokin's destiny. You don't just add one or two things. No, 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 no. Your, your destiny is a, is a water destiny. It's a peace destiny. It's a destiny that requires time. It's a left person have her perfect way. No, 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 no. Your destiny is not all your rice destiny. It's not all your rice. Now, fast, 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 fast. No. It's a let patience have her perfect work. Perfect work. Perfect work. Look, God is aware you need money. But let me show you something. Go to Proverbs 28, verse 22. We are closing. Proverbs 28, verse 22. That hasted to be rich hath an evil eye. And consider those that poverty shall come upon him. I get it. The one who rushes to be rich, he said he had an evil eye. He said he doesn't know that poverty will come upon him. I <laughs> don't know what is going on. Let patience have a perfect work. Let patience have a perfect work. Yeah. 
don't don't do dubious things for iPhone. He said, you are not considering that poverty shall come upon you. Because sometimes, listen, when you are not at that level yet, and you force yourself to that level, when you now get into a situation, you will not know how to come back. Paul said, give me that scripture. He said he has learned that in every situation. He said he knows how to abound. He knows how to be abased. He, I, I know how to live in a single room. I know how to live in a four bedroom. I know how to use Infinix. I know how to use iPhone. So at the time of your iPhone, use the iPhone. At the time of your Infinix, use it joyfully. He said, don't have an evil eye. Don't hate sin. Don't put yourself under unnecessary pressure. There was a time I was doing big things for God in terms of towns of Ghana City. Yet I was using a techno. You remember that techno? Sometimes you meet people and you want to win their soul and they'll say, okay, the, the number. You give them a text and they will laugh at you. I don't care. I don't care. No, I need to change my phone. I don't care. You, you have an evil eye. Look at this. I know, Paul said, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to need some. I know how to be hungry. And I know how to be full. I know how to spend. I know also how to keep money. Some people think that they have the gift of spending. That's okay. We all can spend. We all can spend. But sometimes you must be frugal. I think I think the Lord is speaking to somebody here. The Lord is speaking to somebody here because it is not you don't it is you don't have an indomitable destiny. That fast fast, let's do it fast 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 fast. You want to, you want everything fast fast. You watch somebody's status. Her boyfriend has bought her shoe. Because of that, you must date. No no no, I'm shaking the table. He is that hasted. He said he had an evil eye. It's a witchcraft class. Did I tell you the story of how a a young lady came to see me that she can't pay her fees? And she wanted to go to uh, a beauty school and all that. She can't pay the fees. And she sat down with me. She sat down with me. Uh, Edwin, she sat down with me and and I said, I, I was really touched. She was crying. She was crying. She needs help. So I was really touched and I said, listen, I'm going to help you. I'm going to pay. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. So while I was talking to her, she got a call. Which one is the iPhone? What's the sound? Someone who's looking for scoopies. Then I look at her phone. She was holding an X-Mask. Ah, the school fees is 4,000 cities. Xmas is also about that same amount. I said, Lord, young lady, you are holding your school fees in your hand. I'll stand with arms high and heart open. 